Welcome to the Equip Podcast. Here you'll find conversations from people of all different walks of life, sharing their experiences, the things the Lord has taught them, and things to equip you. Equip is based on Ephesians 4, 11 through 13, that talks about equipping God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. That is our goal here, to build you up and equip you through seasons of ups and downs in life. Welcome back to another episode of the Equip Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Gibson, and today Rachel McClanahan is joining me for our recap episode. Welcome, Rachel. Hello. Uh, So today we're going to walk through the episodes that we covered this season, share some insights and what the Lord has taught us through these conversations. I also want to let you know that if you have ideas for a future podcast episode, we are in the process of planning our summer and fall podcast episode. right now. So submit your episode ideas to taylorg at gabc.org. That's my email address, and you can just send me your ideas, and maybe we can go with that. Uh, If you have guest recommendations, anything like that. So it's great. That's how we got some of these episodes from season three. We love user feedback. And that's the best. Um, Okay, so let's jump in. So the first episode we did this season was called Little Things Make a Big Difference. And Debbie Stewart came and shared on that. She's probably one of our most requested guests. Mm -hmm. Um, Shocker there. Shocker. No surprise. (laughs) Uh, But this was such a great episode. We covered the spiritual, the physical, the mental, and then added some tips and tricks to thrive in those areas. Um, I think one of my favorite tips that Debbie shared is to start your day with some slow movement or stretches to kind of help wake up your body. Um, I think that's great. I have a hard time waking up in the morning yes. personally. <laughs> I don't, as I have five children, and inevitably Just, one of them is waking me up. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I definitely loved all the practicality she gave in this episode. But she also drew it back to the spiritual side of it, mm-hmm. which was super helpful. But just like the little tips she gave, like I think at one point she talked about how she lays on her back and puts her legs up against the wall. And I just got this vision of Debbie doing it. And I just loved it. I love it. Well, and back to the spiritual thing that you mentioned, I was so encouraged when she shared the story of after she went through some life crisis, she went back to her spot where she spends time with the Lord Mm -hmm. and she read the next thing. And Mm -hmm. that next thing was so perfect for that moment Mm -hmm. that she was in. Um, and just her faithfulness to continue coming back to read her Bible yes. is how she got there. And just the Lord's faithfulness to her mm-hmm. and that that was the passage she'd be reading for the next days. Yeah. Incredible. It was such an encouragement for sure. I loved it. Okay. So the next episode, Rachel, you and I were both yeah. on. It's called Wait, You Go to Counseling. Mm-hmm. So that included Rachel and myself as mm-hmm. along with Helen Sperling and Shelly Wagner. Mm-hmm. And this is our most listened to episode of season three. Crazy. Great. But if crazy. you haven't listened to it yeah. yet, you should definitely go listen it to it really and then good. send it to five friends. <laughs> <laughs> it was so helpful. It I think was. this also might be my favorite episode. Am I allowed to have favorites? Sure. Okay. This might be my favorite episode um, that we've done because it was one of the few episodes where I got to play both the host and the guest because I was answering the questions and normally I don't answer the questions, but it was so encouraging to hear how beneficial counseling Mm -hmm. had been for so many people. Yes. And I loved that we all kind of have a different, we're we're all in a different season of life. Mm -hmm. So it, I just felt like it was so helpful for our listeners to have those perspectives 
some with kids, some without, older, mm-hmm. younger. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really was a, just a cool way for all of us to come together and, and share those experiences. Well, and another fun thing about this episode is my counselor listened to it. Oh, nice. And she just, it was cool for her to get to listen to that as she's been so much a part of my counseling journey and helping me process things and just her getting yeah. to hear that side of things. You don't mm-hmm. always get to hear as a counselor for sure how some of those things have worked for people. Right. Yeah, I don't think any of my counselors listen to this, which I don't know. I never asked. You should send it to them. Maybe I should. (laughs) Um, It was. It was good. This one also brought back to mind one of the scriptures that we talked about in the episode that was Philippians 4, 4 through 7, Mm -hmm. and it says this, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your graciousness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Don't worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Yes. Which is such an encouragement from that episode to just give it to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that is a minute by minute thing. Yes. um, Day by day. But we always have that option. Yeah. And it really did help shed light on it's okay Mm -hmm. to have problems and dysfunction because we all do. And so it's okay to get help. You don't have to put on your mask and hide that. Mm -hmm. I loved that we were able to share on that because I think it's something that's not talked about enough or shared enough out Mm -hmm. of whatever fear or hesitation there is. So it felt like really, really positive to be able to speak into that. Yeah, it's great. So the next episode we had Shelly Real on and she talked about her Um, journey with postpartum Mm -hmm. depression specifically. And I think my biggest takeaway from this episode was to be prepared. Shelly shared that she learned what tools worked for her when Mm -hmm. she experienced postpartum with her first child. And then she had those tools ready when she had her second and third Mm -hmm. kid, which I feel like applies to all areas of our life. If we Mm -hmm. know, hey, this is what works when I'm feeling this way. Um, When I get angry or stressed out, maybe with your husband or your kids or a friend or whatever, if you know, hey, I need to be able to take a step back and take some deep breaths, or I need to have a drink of water or whatever it works for you. Right. Knowing how to do that helps you be more prepared as you go into those situations. Right. Well, and again, just brings awareness to something that a lot of women deal with and um, they think they're alone. Mm -hmm. And so just to know that you're not alone and that it's okay and it's just a season and there are tools that you can have to equip you to get through that season and that there's people around mm-hmm. you who love you that oh, will help you. Oh, I was so you. encouraged yes. by how her community stepped in. I know. I mean, it was just, I didn't have that when I was having my babies, but I also didn't really deal with too much postpartum. So thankfully I was blessed in that, but it was really such an encouragement to hear that. Well, and she put herself out there. She did. I remember. It was vulnerable. Like sometimes I think when we are dealing with, um, wa- loneliness or wanting community. Sometimes mm-hmm. we're scared to put ourselves out there, but she just straight sent an she email did. and was like, I'm struggling. Who's about to step in and help yeah. me and pray for me? And the response she got was yeah. incredible. Yep. I loved that. Me too. Um, so then the next episode was infertility with Jill Hickerson. Um, if you don't know, Jill has walked through a mm. long battle with infertility and just her vulnerability and willingness to share during this episode was cr- so encouraging to me. Because I think it really testifies to two things. One, God is faithful, even if His faithfulness doesn't look how we want it to. Because a lot of times I have in my mind, well, God is faithful if He does this. Right. No, God is faithful no matter what. Absolutely. And then the second thing is that we're not alone. 
it was really cool. After Jill's episode um, aired, we started a flourish group for those who are dealing with infertility, which if you don't know, um, flourish groups are mentoring groups that we do here in the Tyler area. And so Jill has been able to lead that and walk alongside some ladies dealing with infertility. Mm -hmm. And it just helps know that somebody else has dealt with this Mm -hmm. before. And so that wouldn't have happened if she hadn't been willing to share her story in her own battle. Yeah. Her story is just, I had heard it before uh, her and I used to work together, but hearing it again, it just reminded me of, like you said, the Lord's faithfulness. And even if you don't understand the season he's asking you to walk through, you just keep walking Mm -hmm. and know that the plan is for good and it's going to be for his glory no matter what. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay, so next we hit a three-part marriage mm. series, which I love. I love to this do. series. Um, I don't know if I'm still considered a newlywed. We've been married about a year and a half. I think so. But it was one of those <laughs> things that I was like, "What do I want to learn about yeah. right now in the season that I'm in?" So I asked some people whose marriages I looked up to, and we mm. got to dive into this series, yeah. and I loved it. So the first one we did was conflict and communication, and we had Margie Frank on. Love, Love Margie. Love me some Margie. She's so great. And so this episode was actually really helpful to me personally. Yeah. Um, and Rachel, you know this about me, but as an Enneagram <laughs> 8, I don't typically avoid conflict. Yeah. <laughs> but just because I don't avoid it doesn't mean that I'm necessarily doing it in a healthy way. Mm. And so that's been something Aaron and I specifically have had to work through in marriage mm-hmm. because he does not enjoy conflict. And He's I'm like, what like could me. we argue about today? <laughs> And I'm like, no. Yeah. And so I loved the advice that she gave Mm -hmm. um, to have a small circle of people that will speak life into you and your marriage and point you back to Jesus and your spouse. Yes. Um, And just the advice that she gave on how to deal with that conflict. Mm -hmm. It's, excuse me, it's so important that you keep your circle small in that Mm -hmm. way. I learned that kind of early on in my marriage. I've been married for 14 years, maybe. I don't know. Something like Something that. like that. Five kids, you know. <laughs> Five kids later, who cares? Um, but in the beginning, I used to talk to a lot of people if Justin and I were going through something. And I learned pretty quickly, that's a real bad idea mm. because then you're just inserting all kinds of opinions. And then also, I think even Margie touched on this, um, once those people have heard whatever situation is going on, it might be hard for them to forgive your spouse. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can forgive, Mm -hmm. but those people may not forgive as easily. Yeah. So that's hard. That was hard. You know, that's something to learn. Yeah. And she touched on that really well. Well, and she had great advice on conflict. And when we do argue and disagree, because that's going to happen. Oh yeah. You're going to fight and that's okay. And honestly, and this is a side note, but I think it's important even to have little disagreements in front of your children because as Which long she as touched on that she too. Did, mm-hmm. as long as you, it's good for them to see you fight, but as long as you bring it back together and you resolve the conflict mm-hmm. in front of them, then they can see, oh, it's okay to fight. We're going to figure it out and work it out and it's going to be okay in the end. Yeah. And teaching them healthy mm-hmm. conflict. And I loved when she talked about focusing on the issue and not the person. Mm -hmm. I find myself so often like wanting to not demonize is probably a strong word, but you know, I mean, if Justin and I are fighting, I want it to be mostly his fault because I don't want to admit wrong. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, But if I stay focused on the issue and not attacking him or Mm -hmm. his character, Mm -hmm. I find that the fight goes from a four hour fight to a one hour fight, Mm -hmm. which is just better for everybody involved. Yeah. Well, and 
I think she shared the scripture on her episode, but it's James 1, 19 through 20. Yeah. And it says, My dear brothers and sisters, understand this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, mm-hmm. and slow to anger. For human anger does not accomplish God's righteousness. Right. And I like to think that my anger and my opinions or whatever are the right ones. And here the Lord is like, uh-uh, sister, no, no. No, no it's not. That was a very convicting. It was a great episode. It was. It was probably one of my favorites. Well, in the second episode that we did in the marriage season series is called Recovering Newlyweds. Mm-hmm. And Beverly Flynn came on. She's so sweet. Um, loved the insight that she shared. Yes. But she gave us a piece of advice. Uh, well, she shared a piece of advice that she was given as a newlywed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's... It's not the big things in life that are going to get you. It's yeah. the little things. And I think Beverly and I are similar in that way of focusing on the little things. Mm-hmm. And she just reminded us that if we focus on the silly little things, we often miss the big positive yeah. things going on around That's us. That's true. Which we talk about this in women's ministry all the time of what you think about grows. Yes. So if you're going to choose to focus your mind on these negative things, then that's going to grow. Right. Well, and it's easy when you're in your marriage and, you, and when you've been married for a while or even just new, but you start to get into a rhythm and a routine mm-hmm. or, you know, you're so busy with your work or your kids or whatever, volunteering or whatever you're doing that you forget to take a step back mm-hmm. and to look at all that God is doing well, in and your it's marriage. a slight rabbit trail, but <laughs> along the lines of what you think about grows, that's one thing the Lord has really been working on my heart recently in including my prayer life and what mm. I pray about. And so when I'm praying, oh, dear Jesus, please don't let this happen. Please mm. keep me safe. Please um, don't let that happen. Keep this person from doing mm. that, whatever focusing on the negative things and please don't let that happen, Mm -hmm. my brain continues to spiral down. Well, what if this happens and then that happens and then Mm -hmm. this happens? And instead, the Lord has had to remind me that I should be praying, Lord, I trust you. I know that you have a plan in this. I know that if something happens, you're still with me because you promise you're never going to leave me or forsake me. And so that has been a cool thing that the Lord has been doing in my life along the lines of what you think about, what you pray about, that's going to grow. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So our next episode was with Ken Brumley, Mm -hmm. and that was our final marriage episodes, and it's how to have a proactive marriage. Yeah. That was so great. Ken is a wealth of knowledge. It was so good, and has so much wisdom and... I loved it. And I ha- even Justin listened to it and he was like, oh, I like this. <laughs> I love that. Well, and I heard of co- several couples who listened to the yeah. marriage series together. We and did. I love it. Yeah, we did. And it was great. Really helpful. Yeah. Well, and one thing that he Ken talked about was the importance of uh, getting away together, mm-hmm. um, whether that's a date night, a weekend trip, whatever it is, but scheduling those times yes. to get away together. Mm-hmm. And I, pers- I know personally in my marriage with Erin, I notice such a difference when we take the time to pull away yeah. and just be together. Totally. Like we come back totally refreshed yeah. um, and rested mm-hmm. and just, I feel like our marriage is in a healthier place yeah. when we do that. Well, and for us, you know, we have gone through seasons where maybe financially we can't afford mm-hmm. to just go out to mm-hmm. eat. So, Absolutely. you know, but there's creative ways to find that time and to make that space. We have a fire pit in our backyard. And so when we've gone through seasons where financially we just have to be smart about how we spend our money and, you know, with five kids, you can't just be going out all the time. Uh-huh, <laughs> and uh-huh. So, um, 
we will find ways to have a date night in the backyard around that fire pit. I it's love not that. leaving our home and we uh-uh. get that, but it's still time just the and two of us. And it doesn't have to and be it, some right, extravagant it thing. It could be it coffee. Can just be as simple as it needs to be. Yeah. You can go to the park. You can go to the bookstore. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be crazy expensive. I mean, even though that's oh, yeah. great and awesome, but there's creative ways to I find I heard a time. friend recently who went on a date and they went to the thrift store. I love so that. they each had like five or ten dollars. Yeah. And they had to pick out an outfit for the other person. Oh my. And then they wore that outfit for to dinner. That's funny. And so just something fun That's of funny. like you can do that yes. super cheap. Mm-hmm. Set however much yeah. you want to put on that. Sure. And go have fun together. Yeah, absolutely. Although personally I get a little <laughs> bit grossed out at the idea of wearing thrift store clothes before washing them. Yeah. I'm like, I need to wash this and then we can take this to dinner next week. I even wash the clothes that are new. Oh, absolutely. You should, wa- you should wash you your clothes. You touching your clothes. You should wash your clothes before you wear them. Germaphobe in me. It's fine. Everything's <laughs> In fine. both of us. Yeah. Okay, so the next episode, Debbie Stewart came back, and mm. she shared a strong challenge. Um, what are you doing with what you've been given? Mm-hmm. And I feel like this was the kick in the pants that we all needed. She always finds a way to give us the kick in the pants we need, I swear. Well, and I love how she took Luke 19 Mm -hmm. and applied it to our lives today and reminded us that we need to steward what the Lord has given us well, whether that's something we want or not. She touched on this a little bit about how the things that the Lord gives us are sometimes things that we wouldn't pick for ourselves. Like she has been given a prodigal son and Mm. thankfully he has returned to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's one of those things where sometimes we're given things in life that we don't want. And we're like, can I return this? Can I take this back, please? Yeah, And we still need to steward that well. Yeah. Yeah. There's been seasons in my life And I mean, I touched a little bit on it in the counseling podcast that I've had to go through where I'm like, really, really, Lord, this is where you want me. Um, But it's so true. Like just knowing that no matter where he sends you, there's a purpose in that Mm -hmm. and um, just following, following him no matter what. Absolutely. Um, And then. We did an episode called Using Your Gifts for God's Glory. Yes, this was so with fun. Emily Adams and Kendall Dixon. Mm-hmm. This was such a it fun was. episode. I love these two girls so much. Yeah. Had the opportunity to work with them both in different capacities. Mm-hmm. And y'all, they are so genuine they and great are. at what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so down to earth and yes. very um I'm trying to think of the right word, but just just sweet and like you know that their heart is just so intentional and good. And I don't know. It was a great yes, episode. I, this is a great story for Kendall. Um, but I remember one time we did a women's ministry event and you know, that eight in me that wants to have a little bit of control was like, okay, I'm going to make a balloon arch. This Uh was right as Kendall was getting started in Uh her business. Um, and was, she does balloons and I was like, I'm going to do a balloon arch. So let me tell you that thing took forever Mm -hmm. to do. Um, We also bought cheap balloons, so that may have been the problem. That probably doesn't help. And so then we're like, how do we put this together? And we had this thing. It was not working. And so after that event, I was like, I will never ever for the rest of my life yeah. put together a balloon arch. There are just ever. Some so every things. time I call Kendall, I'm like, Kendall, yeah. I need a balloon arch. There are just some things like, I don't need to be doing that. No. That is not for me. No. And I, I would rather give it to somebody who actually knows what they're doing and, yes. and let them help me and use bring their in the gift professionals. bring yes. in the professional. Well, and then it's really cool in our women's ministry office, we have these scripture cards yes. um, for comfort or just encouragement that we will send to mm-hmm. ladies and they are done by Emily and yeah. they're beautiful. They're beautiful. They just got this 
beautiful script yeah. writing with Feminine bright colors or flowers or abstract mm-hmm. paints. Oh, they're beautiful. They're so pretty. And such an encouragement to really? have that resource to send to ladies. Yes. It's great. Um, I also loved that this episode came right after Debbie's episode saying, what are you doing with what I God's know. given you? It was perfect timing. Because this is a perfect example mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. Because we're all giving gifts and sometimes we don't necessarily want to use our gifts or we fight back on mm-hmm. what we should well, be why doing. Didn't get that why didn't mm-hmm. I get that? Oh, well, <laughs> I've already given you what you need to be doing. You just oh, need yeah. to follow through. Well, in Colossians 3, 23 and 24 reminds us, whatever you do, mm-hmm. do it from the heart as something done for the Lord and not for people, knowing that you will receive the reward, the reward of an inheritance mm-hmm. from the Lord. You mm-hmm. serve the Lord Christ. Mm-hmm. It's a great reminder. It's really good. Uh, Jan Burkhart came on the next episode to talk to us Love about how Jan. to study your Bible. She's an amazing Bible teacher. She's so inspiring. I've known her for a long, long time. She's a really good friend of our family. Um, her and my aunt actually used to teach BSF together. So I have a, a heart for Jan. And she's just, it's a little intimidating, if I'm being honest. I mean, she's so knowledgeable that I almost like feel like, Oh man, I don't want to talk about anything. Well, and I love how in her episode, she reminded us not to overcomplicate things, yes, but to invest ourselves mm-hmm. in the Word of God. Yeah, that was so. And whatever that looks like, basics. like mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a certain amount of time every day, mm-hmm. as long as you are in the Word every mm-hmm. day, bringing your focus back. Yeah, that was a great episode. That um, she had a lot of tools. Yes, that we were able to very practical present. tools, mm-hmm. which I really appreciated. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so then Courtney Newsom, who's yes. our guest services director here at Green Acres, came on Woo-hoo. to talk about why you should serve in your local church. Mm-hmm. And that she's a dear friend of mine, and I loved yeah. how her heart for the Lord and serving His people just shone mm-hmm. through her words in this episode. Yeah. Because really serving one another slash the church yeah. is something that we're all called to do. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of how are we going to do it? Mm-hmm. And it's funny for me because Courtney was actually my aunt's intern for, I think, three years or three summers or something like that in children's ministry mm-hmm. at the last church that she was at. And I've so I've seen Courtney kind of grow up and mature in the church. And, and it's just been such a blessing to watch her grow mm-hmm. and come into her own. And just she's so strong, but vulnerable and just mm-hmm. has such a heart and passion for the Lord and his work and the church and that work. It's really, really inspiring. Yeah, it's great. And um, it's been cool to see how she can help plug people in yes. to where like, hey, you serve in an area and it, this doesn't fit for you. Go to this area. She really has a skill for yes. just, I mean, she's over a lot of people and I'm always amazed at how well she manages that. Mm-hmm. So oh, it was great. It was great. Um, so that's a great resource episode yes. to really challenge you to jump into serving mm-hmm. and how to do that, where to do that. And there's ways to do it. It doesn't have to be a lot. It can be small things here and there, but just plugging into your church and giving back. Yeah. So the next episode mm-hmm. was actually a listener suggested episode. And I love that. Yes. And it is what to do when your husband isn't a spiritual leader. Mm-hmm. Debbie Stewart again. Debbie Stewart. Um, she <laughs> came and just really brought the spiritual spiritual perspective yeah. on that. I think this episode has received the most comments and feedback. Yes. Um, and it, it's great. Um, I think what I like about this episode is if you're not in this season, you might have a friend who right. is. And this episode is a great tool for that. Right. And I feel like so often we go through the seasons of spiritual growth and seasons of spiritual dryness. Mm -hmm. And so this may circle back later in life where this is an episode Mm -hmm. that's helpful for you. Something comes up or whatever. 
But my prayer has just been that this episode would be an encouragement um, to those listening and hopefully a resource of you find yourself in that situation. What do I do? Well, here you go. Yeah. Here's what you do. It was very um, powerful. Mm -hmm. And I think even Debbie uh, and you both, as you were going into it, you both were like, we feel the weight of this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because it is, it's people's lives and people's, you know, their walk with the Lord. It's such an important thing. Um, And it really, it, it was very encouraging. It was very practical. I loved when Debbie said one of her three points that she touched on and it was close your mouth. Mm-hmm. And I think some people could take that as a uh, no, but I took that as, yep, sometimes you do just need to close your mouth mm-hmm. and allow the Lord to do his work. It's not your job. And that part for me was really convicting because so often I find myself wanting to control mm-hmm. um, Justin's walk and I want to tell him, oh no, you should be praying this way and at this time and you should probably be doing... And I just need to close my mouth Mm -hmm. and let him evolve. Sometimes it's harder to close our mouth than it is to say what we're thinking. I know. What is that? Maybe that's just us. That might be just us. It's fine. Uh, Well, and just one of the scriptures she touched on, wanted to share again today. It's 1 Peter 3, 1 through Mm. 4. And it says, In the same way, wives, submit to your own husbands, Mm -hmm. so that even if some disobey the word, they may be won over without a word by the way their wives live when they observe your pure, reverent lives. Mm -hmm. Don't let your beauty consist of outward things like elaborate hairstyles and wearing fine gold jewelry or fine Mm -hmm. clothes, but rather what is on the inside of the heart, Mm -hmm. or rather the hidden person of the heart, the imperishable quality of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. And just such a reminder that it's not about what we look like. It's not about what we wear. It's about what's on the inside and what— how we're allowing the Lord to shine yeah, through. Absolutely. And it's not to say that it's bad to dress right, nice, of but not. That it, it, that's not what but it's that's about. Not that's the not priority. the point. Um, okay, so the next episode was with Carolyn Jackson. Yes. She talked about organizing. Y'all, I think this is the most practical episode that I we have so. ever done. It was so good. It was great. It was great. She provided a lot of practical tools and tips and the part for me that I definitely resonated with was she was saying, um, it's great to see all those really pretty containers on social media with the pretty perfect labels and all the things. Um, but she gets her containers at Dollar Tree and I am a Dollar Tree girl. Like I love Dollar through Tree. And through. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Walmart and same. Like I love it. I mean, and I love Target, but their containers are just they're out of budget sometimes. Out of budget sometimes. <laughs> okay, so listen, it's confession time. Uh oh. So I got real inspired by this episode. Oh, I was no. like, this is great. I'm going to go home and organize. Oh, no. Y'all, I got home and laid on that couch and watched Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) I won't lie. I got distracted. (laughs) Hasn't happened yet. (laughs) Thankfully, spring is just coming upon us. So I have the rest of spring to clean. You've got time. It's great. You're going to be fine. I need to turn the Netflix off. Maybe I need to pause that subscription for a bit. I can't do that. Netflix is my, like, escape. Yeah, right? Escape from organizing my house. Escape from (laughs) what? Okay, so then the last episode that we did this season was on singleness. Mm -hmm. Um, And so Maggie Gossett came and Alexis Goddard, two great friends of mine. Alexis, Mm -hmm. um, I've known since college, and she actually lives in Nashville and was gracious and willing to come on this episode. Yeah. Um, But just their insight on what it's like to be single, how Mm -hmm. to navigate that season, Mm -hmm. and honestly, how to steward that season well. Yeah was so encouraging. Yeah. It goes back to the episode with Debbie of what right. are you doing with what you've been given? Right. Um, and in the season being given singleness, yep. what are you going to do with right. that? 
But it's the same for us. Like, what am I going to do with my marriage? Right. To glorify the Lord. What are you going to do with your singleness to glorify the Lord? Just trusting in that season and and walking through it with grace and humility and, and, uh, and not being able necessarily to feel like you have to worry about what Mm -hmm. the next step is. Yeah. Yep. It's great. Y'all, we had a great season three. We did. It was such a I good season. I am so excited for season four to come. Yeah. I'm already starting to talk to some podcast guests Yay. and um, just get some ideas. Mm-hmm. So just again, if you have ideas, if you've got a podcast guest or a topic you mm-hmm. want us to cover, send me an email. Um, it's taylorg at jbc.org. Um, and I'd love to talk to you about yeah. that and get your ideas. Yes. Send them in. Thanks for listening to the Equip Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to be the first to know when a new episode drops. And follow us on social media to stay connected. We're at GABC underscore women. See you next time.